0: hello and welcome to another episode of healing with nama i'm casey and on this episode i want to talk about a little bit about self-care versus self-love so i know sometimes we use that interchangeably and they're not necessarily the same thing they have a lot of things in common but for me in my opinion they are two separate pieces of self-development so i wanted to kind of break that down a little bit and share my thoughts on this Um, as usual anything that I share on the podcast is from my own experience it's my it's my opinion and things that have helped me so um, you can take it or leave it um, but it's my this is my opinion and like my what's worked for me so I'm sharing it in hopes that it will help someone else but You always have free will you always have um, to use your discernment and see what works for you and what doesn't so I wanted to start off this episode a little bit differently by asking you what is something that you can congratulate yourself for today this week whatever whenever you're listening to this episode how can you celebrate yourself anything big or small that you have done recently or um, that you can think of, that you can just give yourself a pat on the back for. I want you to take a minute to think about that and really be intentional about giving yourself praise when praise is due. Um, Life is hard, things are always happening, and there's always something that you could be working on, but I don't want it to be to the point where you don't acknowledge yourself for when you do make progress. And when you do have good things going on or big or small, that could be something as simple as getting out of bed or showering, Depression is real. So I know that for some people, um, basic you know hygiene and those types of things is not always easy. So if that's all that you could muster up, good for you. I'm proud of you and keep going. So before I started talking about um, self-care and self-love, I also wanted to touch on self-worth because I feel like that's like the basis for self-care and self-love in my opinion. Um, Like if you don't feel worthy of receiving love from yourself or care from yourself it might be hard to motivate yourself to do those things so self-worth to me is like where you can start do i feel worthy of receiving love care respect um, to take care of myself um, to ask for what i need to be occupying this time in this space do i feel like i matter Um, those are the type of things that you want to get clear on And it might be something that you have to get help with, like a mental health um, specialist, a therapist, a a psychologist, psychiatrist to help you really like figure out how to make yourself feel worthy of even the basic things. Sometimes that's where we start and then we can build from there some people already feel worthy and they're able to build upon that and some people don't feel worthy some people don't have a lot of self-worth and they don't feel deserving of just basic human needs and things that I feel that every human um, deserves for the most part so examine that ask yourself do I feel worthy do I feel that I deserve love and respect and kindness Do I feel like I matter, matter, (laughs) matter? Do I feel like I matter? Do I feel worthy of existing on this planet? If I don't change who I am at all, and I just show up as this person right now, do I feel like that's okay? Is that enough? And if you can answer those questions honestly, that kind of will give you a sense of where your self-worth is. And then you know how to move forward my advice would be to start with um, kind of digging around and maybe figuring out why you don't feel worthy and where those things come from. If you already know the answer to those questions, then um, that's how you can move forward is saying, okay, I don't feel worthy because I was never told that I was worthy, or I have never been treated well in my life. People around me haven't treated me as though I was worth anything, so now I don't feel worthy. And then start by trying to um, really, and I know it's so much easier said than done, but getting away from people who don't make you feel worthy or who make you feel unworthy. And trying to remind yourself that you are worthy just as you are. You don't have to do anything to be worthy. You don't have to do anything to receive love um, you don't have to be anybody special or change who you are to receive love and healthy love, okay? Um, and it's a whole, it's a lot to unpack and it depends on who you are, your own experiences, how you feel. Like it's it's very um, complicated, but that's why I said I suggest going to somebody who is a professional, a mental health professional, who can really help you unpack that or move past it or whatever you need to do. Um, So that would be my advice on self-worth and worthiness and all that stuff. Okay, so I'm going to talk about self-care and self-love and how you can incorporate these things in your life. I'm just going to give you some basics, some ideas that you can kind of like um, start with and then go from there. So I found definition online and it says self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. So holistically, right, the whole person, you as a whole, your mind, your body, your spirit, all of those things are supported When you have a healthy um, self, a healthy love for yourself. And it grows as you kind of learn to love yourself more. I know that there are, if you're like me, you haven't been taught to love yourself. And it's been a journey for you to get to a place to even like yourself. And maybe now you're at a place where you do like yourself and now you're wanting to work on actually loving yourself it's all a journey and it's not linear there's gonna be days where you have an easier time loving yourself there'll be days when you have a hard time even liking yourself and it's okay as long as you feel like you're not falling back into old habits and you're progressing you know one bad day or even a bad week doesn't mean that you're not making progress it's just for me i take it as um like a sign of things that I need to work on. So if, you know, I fall back into old habits or I start, you know, doubting myself again, then I can be like, okay, this is a place where I need to work on boundaries or loving my physical appearance or worrying about not being good enough. Those are flags for me to say, okay, these are things that, these are places where I need to focus on And this is how I'm going to achieve a higher self-love. I may not ever get to a point where I fully, 100%, never have any doubts about myself or never have any bad days. But the goal for me is to have at least 90% of the time a healthy love for myself and, you know, confidence and all that stuff. So self-love is being kind to yourself speaking to and about yourself with kindness it's loving your whole self it's embracing your shadow side so those dark parts of you that you don't really want to be a part of you um all of that is part of you all of those things are you and not necessarily the quote unquote bad things they may not be you but they're things that are a part of you that you need to work through and they are there for a reason and they're there to show you something. So instead of rejecting them or pushing them away, kind of embrace it and then figure out how to move past it. That doesn't mean that you don't work on it. You don't work on those things about yourself that you don't like. It just means don't beat yourself up for having parts of yourself that you're unhappy with or you know making mistakes or things like that. Cause we all make mistakes nobody's perfect everybody has a shadow side um, even the most spiritual of spiritual people have had to work through that and I had to get familiar with that shadow side and in my knowledge um, there are very few people in the world that do not have a shadow side anymore everybody has parts of themselves that they probably would prefer to keep hidden or that they battle with, and it's okay. So, don't beat yourself up for having those parts of yourself. So, self love is important because um, having an appreciation for who you are as a person allows you to have confidence, right? Um, high self esteem, to be courageous. <clears throat> you want to have all of these things because it makes you feel better about who you are and that means looking for internal validation not seeking validation from other people or because somebody told me that I was a good person now I feel like a good person or because somebody said this nice thing about me now that means I feel good about myself no like if nobody ever gave me a compliment again I still believe in myself I still believe I'm a good person I still believe that i'm valuable i still believe that i'm beautiful or whatever the case may be so when you build up that self-love you kind of lower and lower the the need for other people to validate you you can validate yourself and you are less likely to lack boundaries and you're more likely to stand up for yourself So you're not going to let people walk all over you. You're not going to let people tell you who you are. You're not going to let people manipulate you. You're not going to let people um, take advantage or take you for granted. You're going to say, I'm valuable and I don't have to take this. I don't have to be treated this way. You're not allowed to do this to me. I know that I'm valuable. I know that I'm worthy. And just because you may not feel that way doesn't make it true. I know who I am. And I don't need you to validate that for me. So it's important to have a healthy love for yourself so that you are able to know when somebody might be trying to take advantage of you. And you can stop that right away. Um, It's also important for you to feel worthy of um, being treated with kindness and respect and love. This is how we uphold our boundaries. This is how we get clear on what our boundaries are so that we can uphold them. Um, by knowing that we deserve to be at the at the most basic level you deserve to be treated with kindness with respect and with love and that's never to me that's never asking for too much for people to show up for you and to treat you well okay you're every human For the most part, there are people who are just, you know, not good people. But for the most part, every human deserves to be treated with kindness, with respect, and with love. And not feel like they have to do something in order to get those things from people. It's okay to want to be loved unconditionally. And that's something that I'm also learning. And when you fully love yourself, you can show other people how to love you. And there will be... A clear distinction of people who love you and people who just want to take from you. Once you learn who you are, what you like, what you don't like, and what you are and are not willing to accept. So it's important during this process when you are learning how to love yourself that you don't speak negatively about yourself. Even as a joke, you know. Um, There's a quote that says, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy. Change the way you speak about yourself, and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. And this is obviously a general message, but it's really important to try to not speak badly about yourself and not um, be self-deprecating. Or um, things like that because then it kind of opens the door for other people to do that and then you allow people to kind of um, I guess influence the way that you see yourself you know if you're always trying to like get ahead of somebody because you feel like they're gonna make fun of you so you try to beat them to the punch then they think that it's okay to speak to you that way or to say things like that to you and it may not necessarily be okay with you so Try to work on how you speak about yourself that other people will know how they are supposed to speak to you. So when you want to start incorporating self-love into your life, you need to also remember that changes are not going to happen overnight. If you have been doing, if you've had these habits for your whole life and you're in your, let's say, early 20s, That's 20 years worth of conditioning that have gotten you to the point of where you are now. So that means that it is not going to be something that you can, quote unquote, fix in one week or one month or even a year. It's going to take time for you to change those habits, especially if the people that you are surrounded by haven't changed the way that they behave. And if those people are bringing toxic energy, it can be really difficult to change yourself and to change things about yourself and your habits and stuff. Um, Because the people that influence you and influence your life, it's hard to get out of those habits if people around you are not doing the same. And it's not always easy to get out of situations that are toxic. I realize that and I know that... um, Sometimes it it's, feels impossible and sometimes it just is extremely difficult. And it's not something that can just happen just because you want to start changing. Um, that doesn't mean that, the, especially family or if you're in a relationship, it's not always easy to get away from people who are no longer serving you. Um, but, not but. And starting somewhere is better than not starting at all, in my opinion. If you can, you know, just start telling yourself, even if it's just the way that you think your thoughts, you know, um, speaking kindly about yourself and about your situation and things like that and trying to make it different can make it a little bit easier for you to get out of those bad habits. Um, Of course, this is its different case by case right it's different for everybody because everybody's situation is different some people are more toxic than others some situations are more toxic than others so you have to decide what it is that you can change or what can you do to get you to a better place give yourself the grace and the space to figure out these things okay and to learn these new habits because they're not gonna come easily and it's not always um, solely based on your own actions Other people, especially the people you spend the most time with, do heavily influence you and your life and your behavior. So forgive yourself if you notice that you're falling back into old habits, okay? Please don't beat yourself up over this. It's going to take, it's going to be a lifelong journey. And it's never going to be something, in my opinion, fixed. Completely fixed and completely just never happens. But over time, you get better and better and better and better. And then people who align more with the person that you are show up for you. And, you know, things just change. So give yourself time. One thing that, one thing that you can do is affirmations. And I think I've spoken on different episodes about affirmations. Um, but doing affirmations every day can really help you learn how to change your automatic thoughts, to change the way that you view yourself and your situation, um, to become, um, a little bit stronger and a little bit more positive in the way that you think about yourself and it helps build that habit, right? So you want to build the habit of treating yourself with kindness, talking to yourself, um, with love, affirming yourself, being comfortable with who you are being Comfortable with just being and affirmations can help um, when you do affirmations. You want to speak in the affirmative, obviously, you want to speak um, in the present tense as well, so as if it was already happening, even though it's may not necessarily be true. You want to speak as though it is true because you want your brain to start believing that it is true. Um, so then, when you're in a reality, um changes it will reflect in your outer reality, right? So the thoughts that you think heavily influence the things that are going on in your outside world. So once you start to kind of reprogram your thinking and the and your mind and your automatic thoughts, then you will see a little bit of the change in your outside world. Again, this is gonna take time. It's not gonna be easy. Forgive yourself And just do the best that you can do. But don't put pressure on yourself to be perfect because you're never going to be perfect and it's okay. Another thing, another gift that you can give to yourself while you're doing this is to free yourself from outside opinions, right? So um, the need for external validation. And this is big for me because growing up, I kind of was... Conditioned to believe that I needed external validation or I needed other people's opinions or I wasn't capable of making these decisions for myself or all this, you know, or standing up for myself or all these different things. And I'm learning now as an adult when I seek external validation. And I'm like, is that the right decision to make? I don't know if I should feel this way. Um, You know, all these different things to the point where sometimes I really don't have any idea how I feel about something. Or if my feeling, if I feel good or bad about something and if it's okay to feel that way. And I'm learning to stop asking people for confirmation and for validation. And just be okay with how I feel in the moment. Take a minute to think about it. Sometimes I will, you know, ask other people so that I can gain another perspective because it is helpful to, you know, it depends on who you ask, obviously, but it is sometimes helpful to get another perspective because they may have something that you didn't think of or they may have a viewpoint that you didn't have and it might bring you into thinking about a situation in a different way and that's okay. It's different when you are looking for a new perspective versus when you're looking for somebody to tell you it's okay for you to feel the way that you feel. And that's something that you kind of have to build within yourself is confidence in your feelings and your beliefs and all of those different things. And knowing that how you feel is okay. If somebody does something that you don't like, you don't have to go and ask somebody Should I feel badly? Do you think that they really meant it? Like, you will be able to know. Like, I didn't like, I just, I did not like how you spoke to me. I didn't like what you did. And I don't need anybody to tell me that it's okay for me to feel this way. I just know that I don't like it. And it's a problem for me. So, um, building self-love and building confidence in yourself will get you to the point where you don't have to you don't feel like you have to ask anybody if it's okay to feel the way that you feel you'll just know when something does or doesn't feel good and then you can move from there i hope that makes sense from there you can move on to releasing the people places and things that no longer serve you easier said than done i know However, it is a necessary step and it's funny because it's something I've recently been confronted with um, in a a very close, not a close relationship, but a, a relationship with someone in my immediate family that I know has toxic traits and I kind of just let the relationship fly under the radar, I don't really stir the pot, I just kind of, you know... I just don't give it a lot of attention because I, honestly i don't care to nurture it because i can see that the other person is not accountable for their actions they're not willing to change they're not willing to see things from my perspective and at a certain point there may come a time where i have to just kind of detach myself from the situation and remove myself stop putting effort towards that relationship and move on and see what happens. Um, Because in the end, I'm the one that ends up getting hurt. And I'm the one that is putting energy towards a relationship that feels one-sided. And I realized that's no longer something that I am willing to do. I was very proud of myself. Um, It didn't hurt, of course, but I was proud of myself for not allowing myself to be manipulated into doing something that someone else wanted me to do because they wanted me to do it. It's like I I don't have to allow my time or my energy or my anything to be monopolized by another person. And I don't have to feel guilty for um, making my own choices. I'm allowed to do the things that make me happy, to spend time with the people that make me happy, that appreciate me that appreciate my presence and that's where i would like to place my energy and i i'm okay with that it will be a change it will be a challenge but i am at a place where i'm just no longer willing to allow people to disrespect my boundaries so releasing people places and things that are no longer serving you is difficult and it will take you could take you years to do for just one person but it it will be so beneficial for you in the end to release people who are toxic one and two it may not even be somebody that's necessarily toxic they're just not serving you anymore the relationship has run its course or the person has run its course the job has run its course the clothes that you're holding on to you no longer wear so let those things go Those things hold energy. And if you're trying to create newness in your life, then you have to let go of the old things. You have to let go of the things that are holding you back and that are not allowing you to grow. Okay, so it has to be something that you are like um, not going to go back on. You know, like you're strong in that. This is what I'm going to do. And it has to be a boundary. And that doesn't even have to just be for people or places. That can just be for things. Like, if you're holding on to things that you've had for years that you don't even use, it's time to get rid of certain things. Um, I know that people are sentimental. And I am definitely one of those people who hold on to things. I'm like, oh my gosh, but what if I need this for something? Or somebody gave this to me? Or, you know, I'm very emotional in that way. And I like to hold on to things. And I'm having to really learn, like, You know, to love it and appreciate it for a while and then let it go. I always will have the memory. I don't need to necessarily keep the stuff. So it's okay to release the things that I do not need. That They're taking up space, whether that be energetic space or physical space. Okay? also become more observant of your automatic thoughts your automatic negative thoughts so when you are trying to change um, your subconscious thinking your your daily habits you're gonna have automatic thoughts if you've been thinking negatively consistently for years it's not gonna be easy for you to just stop and start thinking positive all of a sudden your automatic reactions to some things might just automatically be negative and when you learn to catch yourself and be self-aware then you can kind of stop reassess readjust and then move on that doesn't mean that you're never going to have negative thoughts and your mind is not automatically going to go to those negative thoughts it just means you noticed it and you're like oh wait a minute i'm starting to do catastrophic thinking i'm starting to think of the worst case scenario I'm starting to think the worst of this person and think that they're against me and maybe that's not the case. Let me stop and really think about it before I react. So start by taking five to ten minutes a day to yourself. You can meditate. You could journal. You could play a game on your phone. Take a walk. Do something that you enjoy. Do something that's going to make you feel good about yourself and about the time that you're spending um, and that you can look back on and say, I did that, I gave myself 10 minutes to myself and I feel really good about that. And I say five to 10 minutes because it's just a small increment of time. I feel like for most of us, we can find five to 10 minutes a day to spend alone right or to spend doing something that's gonna make us happy even if you have kids because I know that kids take up a lot of your time and your energy so it can be difficult to feel like you can even find time to yourself but give yourself five minutes just five minutes you know to just maybe you're just not doing anything you're just sitting down and you're just breathing could be anything that you want Um, but get yourself In the habit of taking time to stop and do something that's just for you and slowly but surely build on that time so it's five minutes then it's 10 minutes and it's 15 and then you go from there these are all ways that you can start incorporating self-love this is how you're showing yourself that you love yourself by making time for yourself making sure that you're getting enough to eat making sure that you're drinking water taking care of your health this is important because you cannot pour from an empty cup another lesson that has been being taught to me is I am an I am very loving and giving I'm a giver I love to take care of people and I love for them to know that I'm there for them and to show up for them because that I wasn't given that in my life and still I'm realizing I don't get a lot of that back And I have to stop over giving and I have to stop being so concerned about people and giving more of myself than what I'm giving back because it's not fair to me. I'm feeling depleted. I'm feeling left out. I'm feeling um, not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm feeling not prioritized. There you go. I'm not feeling prioritized in people's lives. And of course things happen life happens but it can be as simple as hey just checking in you know little things like that make a difference for people so when you don't feel like you're even getting that it hurts and i'm realizing that i go out of my way a lot for people and i don't get a lot of that in return so i will not be continuing to pour from an empty cup and that's prioritizing me that's prioritizing my health because Um, If I don't, nobody else is going to do that for me. Um, If I don't take care of myself, it's going to be really difficult for me to continue to try and care for other people. Uh, So it's just very important to realize when you are in imbalanced relationships. That could be work relationship, friendships, romantic relationships, family, whatever the case may be. If it feels one-sided or if it feels like you're giving more than what you're receiving back, might be time to um, reevaluate the situation. Another thing that you could do to incorporate self-love into your life is make a list of the things that you like about yourself and read it to yourself as often as you need. So this could start off with just five things, just two things, however many things you can think of in the moment that you actually like about yourself, no matter if, you know, your subconscious mind is like, oh, you don't really you're not really this or you're not really that. It's trying to battle you. Just write down something that you like about yourself and challenge those negative thoughts. OK, um, be aware that they're going to come up and that's alerting you to areas that you can work on. Right. So when we tell ourselves good things about ourselves and we're trying to reprogram our thoughts, our automatic negative reactions are going to challenge us and they're going to say that's not true you're not really confident you don't really think you're beautiful remember this time remember this it's it's going to happen and you just have to keep reminding yourself nope i'm no longer going to believe that about myself nope i i you know you just have to keep challenging it and it's going to be an internal battle for a long time and then one day before you even realize it, you might not even realize when it actually happens, you'll just look up and it won't be as much of a battle anymore. It may not even be a challenge anymore. You might have a list of 30 things that you like about yourself. And if the more that you practice, the, more, the easier it will be for you to come up with these things that you like about yourself and create that confidence, those boundaries, and all those different things right that's how you start to love yourself right it's like I you know what I do I like this about me and I like that about me and and I'm this way and I'm that way and I'm this type of person and it'll be easier for you to not only list but to believe you'll actually believe those things about yourself and you'll know them to be true with or without anyone else's validation Detach yourself from your experiences. This is also important when you're building up your self-love. If you hurt someone else's feelings, does that necessarily make you a bad person? In most cases, the answer would be no. If you make a mistake at work, does that mean that you know, you're know you gonna make that mistake again or you're not capable of doing your job? In most cases, the answer would be no. We often identify ourselves by the things that we do or say, which can lead us to judging ourselves or talking down to ourselves. It's important for us to separate ourselves from the things we do and say. This doesn't mean we don't need to be accountable for our actions, but our actions don't always define who we are. So just because you took this action doesn't mean that that's the type of person that you are. Sometimes it does, but not every time. And if you notice that, you know, you're taking, you know, you, um, that you're making these actions or you're doing these quote unquote bad things often, maybe that's something that you need to start thinking about. Why am I being this way? Why am I reacting this way? Why am I treating people the way that I'm treating them? And that might be something that you do need to work on. Um, but not every single bad thing that you do is a reflection of who you truly are as a person. Okay, so try and detach yourself from your experiences and learn when those actions are kind of a part of who you are and maybe do need to be changed and when it's just kind of a one-off thing where I did, you know, I messed up. I made the wrong decision. I reacted out of hurt and pain. I reacted out of fear. I reacted from my abandonment wound or whatever the case may be. Those types of things don't necessarily make you a bad person, but they are things that do need to be checked um, because you can't not just go around projecting that stuff onto other people, right? So there's a difference between fully being a bad person and making bad decisions and being a wounded person who needs to be aware of their wounds and who needs to heal their wounds. So so yeah though that's kind of the difference right the difference between just oh my gosh I'm just such a horrible person I made them feel badly or I reacted out of anger or hurt and now I'm just terrible like I've never forgiven myself versus ooh, there's that abandonment wound rearing its ugly head again like I need to check myself on that because that wasn't cool um I made them feel this way and it was because of me it was because of my experience and maybe I need to go back in within myself see how I can kind of fix that and then rectify things with this person it's two different experiences and two different um, outcomes I believe so if we're moving on to self-care so we talked about self-love and the things that we can do to build ourselves up and to start loving ourselves and showing ourselves that we love ourselves. And now, moving on to um, self-care. Self-care is the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. So that's from Oxford. And self-care comes into play pretty much every day. Definitely during times of stress because it's kind of like coping mechanisms. Like how can I take care of myself when I am under a mountain of stress, right? And how can I deal with it without trying to numb it or avoid it? Um, If you have self-care activities or whatever in place, then you kind of have things that you can grasp for when you're in those really desperate moments of being stressed out or anxious or whatever the case may be. In my opinion, self-care is more action-based, so it's how you show love to yourself, whereas um, self-love is more emotion-based, so it's how you feel about yourself. And they do share some of the same aspects, um, but they're not necessarily the same. So self-care can be anything from exercising to getting enough water, prioritizing your health, um, to brushing your teeth in the morning. And just practicing good hygiene. Those are all ways of caring for yourself. And remember I'm saying um, if you do not feel worthy of having those things um, accomplished or, or done. It's going to be really hard for you to even want to do those things. So remember that you have to feel worthy enough to give those things to yourself. Okay, Self-love and self-care are all about you and what you do for you. It's not anybody else's journey. It's not anybody else's responsibility to care for you in these ways or to love you in these ways. You have to also be able to show up for yourself. Other people's love and care and things like that are amazing and they make you feel good. And they're, to me, a necessary part of life, but they're not solely on other people. It's not solely other people's responsibility to make you feel good about yourself. It's not solely other people's responsibility to make you feel loved. You have to be able to feel that within yourself. So self-care is important because um, making yourself a priority and taking time to do things that make you feel good will build your confidence, right? If you make you a priority, then it shows other people how to make you a priority or you don't or honestly you don't need other people to make you a priority as much because you make you a priority does that mean that you never need other people or you never need um, other relationships no you don't want to isolate you know you can't spend all your time alone we need socialization we need human contact and we need some of that external validation but that cannot be the only thing that you thrive off of right so you need to make you a priority you need to do things that make you feel good you need to make sure that you feel good about yourself and that you love yourself and then other people will be able to come in and give you that love back right so there's another quote that says, engaging in a self-care routine has been clinically proven to reduce or eliminate anxiety or and depression, reduce stress, improve concentration, minimize frustration and anger, increase happiness, improve energy, and more. Obviously, those are all general. It's not going to apply to everybody. But for the most part, having a self-care routine or having things that you do that show you that you are important to yourself can do all those things right Um, developing consistent self-care habits can help you manage stress and anxiety more easily and you'll feel better about yourself and your life because things when things get out of hand or when things get chaotic you won't be grasping for straws or you won't be like so desperate to find anything to make you feel better because you already have things in place that you know will help you um you already have an exercise routine or a meditation or a journal or someone that you can talk to a therapist a a close friend that can help you process things when they get chaotic or when things get heavy because they will get heavy they will get hard life is going to you know kick you in the butt sometimes um but you don't have to stay down and you don't have to um take on that as your identity like the woe is me person because life is not always going to be bad it's going to have its bad moments it's not always going to be bad so self-care can look like being mindful and present doing things that make you feel good like getting a manicure getting your hair done a massage yoga It could be taking a bath, reading or listening to a podcast, having a bedtime routine and making sure that you get enough sleep, taking naps if you can, and allowing yourself to rest without guilt. This is a very big one because we often will work ourselves to the bone. We are, I believe in our society, very conditioned to being productive and anytime we feel like we need to rest it could be viewed as lazy or you're not working hard enough or I could be doing this instead of resting and it's important to give your body rest it's important to give your brain and your mind rest and you do not have to feel guilty about taking a break or needing a break especially if you are a parent I know that that's something that I hear parents say I'm not a parent but I am I have been in child care for a really long time and I've been around a lot of parents and I know that that's a common theme that I hear is like, I don't have time. I don't have time to do this or I don't have time to do that or I feel badly because of this or they say the mommy guilt or the daddy guilt. And mommy and daddy also need rest. Mommy and daddy also need time alone. Mommy and daddy also need time together or mommy and mommy, or whoever, the parents. Parents need time to not be a parent. Parents need time to just be themselves. Parents need time alone, and it's okay to rest without guilt, okay? So you don't have to feel guilty for just needing a minute or needing a breather. Um, You don't have to give everything that you have to your children. You can give them a lot of what you have, But don't forget to give something to yourself, too, because you still matter. You're still a person. You're still a human. And when your children grow up and they become adults, you don't want to have nothing left for yourself, right? Um, They're not always going to, quote, unquote, need you, right? They're not always going to be there to... um, for you to dote on and to give all of your time and energy to eventually they're going to be adults and they're going to have their own lives or they're going to be teenagers and then they're really going to not want to have anything to do with you um but you know I'm just being silly but like you know eventually they're going to have their own lives and and you don't want to be in a place where your whole life revolves around them because that might necessarily be the case for them when they grow up they're going to have their own lives they're going to have things that they want to do, and you should also have the same. You deserve to have the same thing. Um, Self-care is also setting boundaries. I'm going to come back to that. Saying yes or no when necessary. Being aware of your bad habits. Uh, Being aware of your triggers. Taking accountability for your actions. Asking for help. Letting go of things that no longer serve you. Forgiving taking care of your mind and your thoughts okay taking care of your spiritual health taking care of your emotions these are all things that are self-care it's not always I'm going to get a manicure I'm going to take a bubble bath it's internal things as well it's um, personal it's personal to you do I set boundaries do I allow people to take advantage of me do I say no when I want to say no do I say yes when I want to say yes? Am I aware of when I am acting out of anger or when I'm not treating people well? Am I aware of when I'm being triggered and I'm projecting onto people? Do I take accountability for those times when I do those things? Do I apologize? Am I comfortable with that? Can I ask for help when I am struggling? All of those things are self-care because you need those things. So yes, self-care and self-love are about you and what you can give to you. You also need other people and you need relationships and you need them to be strong and that requires you to do your part. And sometimes it asks you to, and sometimes it requires you to ask for help and to put your pride aside and say, I can't do this on my own. I really need some help and Hopefully you have someone in your life that you can ask for help, you know, that you can tap in when you're tapped out. It's not always a possibility if you're a single parent or if, you know, whatever the case may be, It's not doesn't always feel possible. But if you can find even that little bit of reprieve, that little bit of hope, that little bit of help, it can really change a lot of things for you because you will break You're not meant to carry such a heavy load for such a long time. And we all need, excuse me, we all have times where we need other people and we need help. So please don't be afraid to ask for help. Whatever that looks like for you and why ever you need help. I don't know if why ever is a word, but I'm using it right now. Why ever you need help, ask for help and ask for forgiveness. Take accountability when you mess up. Take accountability when you project. Be self-aware and recognize those things within yourself. Be accountable when people point it out to you or when people call you on your stuff. That is something that has been a challenge for me because I don't like being called out. I notice that I get automatically defensive and I have to stop doing that because sometimes I am wrong. Sometimes I do make people feel bad or I have bad habits that maybe I didn't realize, or there's things about me that people don't particularly care for, and that doesn't make me a bad person, it's just maybe the things that I'm doing are actually bothering other people, or hurting other people, and it's not okay. It's not okay for me just because I'm not being bothered by it doesn't mean it's okay for me to continue to walk around and make other people feel a certain way because I think it's okay. That's not how life works. If you want to be treated well, then you also have to treat other people well. If you want people to be accountable for their actions, then you need to be accountable as well. So it's like I said, it's not a, just looking for those balanced relationships. And balance means that you're carrying your you're carrying your weight, and the other person is carrying theirs too. So don't think that, um, you know, self development and self growth and all that stuff and setting boundaries means that you get to Uh, excuse your quote unquote bad behavior because it doesn't right it just means that you're aware of those things and you're actively trying to work on them and to be better right not perfect but better so some ways you can add self-care into your life is to ask yourself what you value like what types of characteristics do you value within yourself what types of characteristics do you value in other people What behaviors are you willing to accept or not accept in other people and in yourself? How can you handle stress better? Do you allow people to help you or do you suffer in silence? Do you take constructive criticism well? Are you accountable for your actions? Do you apologize when it's needed? These are all ways of adding self-care into your life, right? Um, This is showing that you care for yourself because you want to be You want to be a good person. You want to feel good about yourself and and you want to feel good about the way that you show up in the world, right? So if the way that you show up in the world is harmful or hurtful to other people, it might be time to think about changing something. Um, If you do not handle stress well and you lash out at other people or... You know you try to drink to deal with stress or whatever the case may be if you don't feel like you handle it well how could what could you do differently how can I handle it well so that I don't feel like I'm losing control every time I'm so stressed out or when bad things happen or whatever the case may be how can I make it easier on myself and not wait until it gets bad to try and scramble around and figure out what to do no i'm working on it now so that i have a plan in place it's like it's like um what is it called um the the plan that you make if there's a fire in your house right people make those fire plans for their house or for their buildings or their business it's like it's there in case of an emergency and that's kind of how you can think of coping mechanisms right it's there in case of an emergency like when things go left okay I have this, I have this, I have this, I have these things that I can do to kind of help me not go off the deep end. And you will have to change those things. Um, the routine that you set in the beginning may not work for you years down the line. That's happened to me. Meditation helps me throughout the day and it has helped me be less reactive. But when I am in the middle of an anxiety attack, meditation doesn't help me, it makes me more anxious. So I have to find different ways to help myself get out of anxiety attacks. Um, so it just depends. It depends on the situation. It's, everything is ever changing, right? So the things that you have as coping mechanisms, one year may not work the next year and you have to be open to being um, to changing them, but still having something in place, right? You wanna at least have a few things that work for you that you can try. help you handle stress to be self-aware to check yourself when you need to be checked and all those different things Um, and then lastly ways to give yourselves to add self-care into your life is give yourself at least five minutes of me time every day like we talked about Um, find ways to hold yourself accountable Treat yourself to something special once a week. That could be anything from ice cream to a Gucci bag, if that's what you like. As long as you know you're not being overindulgent, just one little thing that makes you feel good. Um, Remind yourself that it's okay for you to do things that are just for you. Spend time learning more about yourself and the things that you like and you don't like. And make peace with letting people go. do not respect your boundaries if you're able to you sometimes you have to cut the cord Um, sometimes easier with other people than it is with some people but if there are people in your life who you right now know that I don't want to deal with you anymore and it would be easy for me to just let you go then eventually you have to make that decision and it's it's a concrete decision like I am done I no longer want to participate in your energy and I'm moving on, okay? If you start setting boundaries in your life and there are people who are blatantly disrespectful or you are telling them, hey, this is what I'm no longer going to accept or I don't like when you do this and they're still doing it, you might have a problem and that's something you need to reevaluate, okay? Um, Your boundaries deserve to be respected, especially if you have carefully thought about how you would like to be treated and you're letting people know okay this is no longer acceptable if they're not willing to um, work with that then you have to decide if that's somebody who really needs to be a part of your life okay so for a challenge this week or hopefully this week you'll make a list of self-care goals So I challenged you to kind of, I didn't really challenge you, but I gave you the idea to kind of write down things that you like about yourself, make a list of things that you like about yourself. Now I'm giving you the idea or the challenge to make a list of three to five self-care goals that you want to meet this week or this month or this year um, and try to make it something that's reasonable for you and that you believe that you can be successful with. Okay. Um, remember that forgiving yourself is a big part of self-development and you might have to restart your goal a couple times but that's okay the point is to get clear on what you want to do and make action towards it okay so try to make a, a list of three to five self-care goals that you want to meet either this week this year this month whatever and stick to them and then check them off as you go and then keep adding to the list, right? You can change it, you can add to it, um, you can modify it, you can do whatever you want, but the point is to just get clear on what, what it is that you want to do, that you're going to do, and then do it, okay? So just remember that none of this stuff is gonna be easy. Um, some of this stuff you're gonna have to ask people to help help you do. Maybe you need an accountability partner Um, But the most important thing is to just start. Just start where you are and then keep going. Forgive yourself. Every day is a new day to make a new choice. And it's okay. You're never going to be perfect. So don't beat yourself up about it. Let it go. Try not to ruminate and, you know, just keep thinking about the mistakes that you've made over and over and over and over again. Because at a certain point, you have to let it go. You can't go back. You can't change things. But you can try and make things better moving forward. So I hope that is a helpful, um, I hope those are helpful tips, helpful explanations, uh, self-worthiness of care and self-love, um, the things that you can do to incorporate these things into your life why they are important and how they will help you okay so again thank you for listening to the podcast um i'm grateful for anybody who listens i'm grateful for anybody who shares i am going to continue to put episodes out and yeah i just i i am very grateful to anybody who's listening don't forget to rate or review subscribe and share the podcast and connect with me on social media and yeah, I'll see you next week.